I was just telling everyone that we might have a bit of a scattergun episode tonight because uh, we don't really have a singular topic. Yes. Um, and I have slept like three hours and I was up all night. I've got yeah. a little, little muscle twitch right in the middle of my forehead and it's driving me fucking insane. <laughs> but how's you? I had also. Cool. I, so I, I've had busy delivery day by myself today. Nice. So welcome to the sleepy show, everyone. <laughs> we we it might not be a long one. It really might not be a long one. <laughs> uh no plan and two extremely tired hosts. Cool. Shall we do this? Onwards into the breach. Welcome to Dangerously Unprepared. I am Tired Simon, and joining me, as ever, is Tired Jack. Hello. <laughs> uh, our other co-hosts are busy and drawn away from us tonight, so it's just is the two of us. Presumably one still on a stage. Somewhere. I imagine so. And it's one of those things, like, I wish he could be here, but I really struggle to... You know, be mad that he's actually yeah. being successful in a thing he loves doing. <laughs> I know, right? It's kind of like, there were four of us at one point, right? I mean, yeah, pretty much. Once upon a time. Oh, uh, Rob. <laughs> Please return when you can. Yeah, we miss you, Rob. You do. Um, but yeah, so I was threatening in the chat room that even though our last episode was about women's wrestling, there is something I want to talk about before we get started. Okay. And that is that this last weekend... I was in attendance for the She Won tournament at Pro Wrestling Eve, which is an indie punk rock feminist uh, all-women's wrestling organization in Bethnal Green. I saw some of the pictures that you guys put up. Yeah, that was a really, really awesome show. And I just just want to give them a shout-out because they're very, very different in terms of wrestling culture. Uh, Like I've been to a few indie shows in my time, and I've watched a bunch of stuff... Um, you know, these days with the internet, every indie show has videos on demand and pay-per-views and stuff. Yeah. And British wrestling especially has a a well-deserved reputation for being a boisterous crowd. Like, uh, (laughs) they never shut up. To say the least, yeah. And certain shows can be a bit laddie, if you know what I mean. Um, to the point that, like, I love watching progress on video on demand. I don't necessarily want to be in the crowd because, depending on where you are, parts of the crowd not my kind of people. Mm. Um, just, I mean, not bad people by any means. Just, uh, yeah, laddie. I think is a good way of putting it. Mm. Now, Eve, I like that it starts with Dan. Uh, the guy who runs it, getting in the ring. He's a he's a big dude, bearded, um, and he gets on the mic and does a little warm up, and he reminds everyone of the rules. And the rules are basically, uh, don't be a prick. Uh, like no slut shaming, no racism, no homophobia, no uh, no body shaming. Caden. Um, no cats. He said, "This should all be common sense, and uh, if we catch you, we have a one-strike policy. No forgiveness. You are out." 
Um, so sets the tone, you know, straight away. Simon. Yes. Uh, can I sit just right there for a second? You can. Because Tricar says it's not recording. Oh dear. That is a very good point. It is not recording. I am going to start it recording. <laughs> Tricast is now recording. How Thank you no- for that, Jack. How have we not learnt this yet? I am very, very tired. Yeah, I know. I am very tired. I know that's... Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, that's my excuse tonight. What's my excuse the other time? So yeah. I, I agree. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he sets the tone very nicely. And it's, you know, it's still a raucous crowd. It's still a loud crowd. Mm. But you know you're not going to have to deal with any bullshit, and I really like that. Nice. And, I mean, it was great. I saw a lot of women doing phenomenal things. Uh, There was a scary moment where two of them took a bump off of the balcony of the room we were in, and it looked like one of them was potentially quite badly hurt, but she was up and around by the end of the night, so it was all good. Uh, but that was a, a tense moment. Yeah. Um, and she was one of the ones I was there to see. Uh-huh. Uh, that was Charlie Morgan. Now, Eve, I've watched a bunch of their stuff online, but this is the first time I've been you know, in the room. Mm. And let me tell you, when you go to an Eve show live, you are in the fucking room. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, it takes place in a place called the Resistance Gallery, which is uh, literally a railway arch in Bethnal Green in London. It's tiny. Um, you know, you go see a WWE show and the the barricades are like six foot away from the ring and then the seats are another couple of feet behind that. Sure. You go to an indie show, there's maybe uh, three feet between the ring and the barricade and the seats are right up against the barricade. Right. You go to the resistance gallery, the front row are leaning on the canvas. Oh, geez. Uh, because the room is so small. There's like 150, 200 people in the room. Wow. Uh, Intimate. Yeah, to the point that at the beginning, Dan says, you know, this is not a large space. Um, We cannot guarantee your safety. This (laughs) this is wrestling. Things will happen. The the action will come out of the ring. Get ready to be part of the show. Well, he literally says, if you do not consent to that, if you do not feel safe in this environment, you can leave. There's the door. That is your option. <laughs> if you're still in here at the count of five, we assume you are consenting. Um, so yeah, there was a lot of fighting in the crowd and stuff. You know, it, it really is a very small, very intimate space. It's Jeez. visceral at that range. Um, so it's it's a it's an interesting crowd because it is a deliberately kind of punk rock aesthetic feminist mm. wrestling show. It's got a very different feel. And um, I love Charlie Morgan. Uh, she was the champion. I witnessed the end of her championship reign. Right. Um, and her story of how she got there goes back to before last year's She Won tournament, which right. is four shows over two days, uh, sort of tournament structure, uh, round-robin tournament structure. Everyone mm-hmm. fights each other in their block, and then the winners of the blocks go into the final. Go to the next, yeah. Yeah, and the prize for the final is a guaranteed title shot, oh. which is what Charlie Morgan won last year. But we got to go back a bit further than that for Charlie's story. Okay. So Charlie was a heel, a bad guy, and mm. I, I think, if I remember rightly, she had taken some time off, and she'd come back... 
and she dropped her character name that she was wrestling under and was now wrestling under Charlie Morgan. Right. Uh, which is still not her real name, but <laughs> it was a new character name. Sure. And she cut a promo in the middle of the ring that proved pivotal in her career track, basically. Okay. Uh, to the point that she got so over so big with Pro Wrestling Eve that uh, if you watch NXT UK and the UK tournament stuff on WWE TV, you will have seen her. She has done matches for WWE. She's now big huh. enough that she's got there. That's cool. Yeah, hugely. hugely. Um, because what happened was, when she came back, uh, one of the things about dropping the character, something she felt passionate about, and I've read a few interviews around this promo and what happened. Mm. Um, she's a gay woman. Right. And that had never come up. Okay. Um, and she felt very, very strongly about being openly gay. Right. Uh, so she was going to do a, pro a promo where she came out. Now, as feminist and right on and, um, uh, you know, accepting as the Eve crowd is, wrestling still has a, a sketchy relationship <laughs> with homosexuality, let's put yeah. it that way. Uh, so she was nervous doing this, but she was impassioned. Um, and the idea is the, the, the woman in the ring is making a few insinuations about her. Sure. And Charlie grabs the mic and basically says, what, you think I'm scared to say it? You think I'm scared to say I'm fucking gay? Mm. And the crowd cheers, like, right. huge. <laughs> and it's a beautiful moment because she has said in her interviews, she did not know how the crowd would react. It was just something she felt strongly about. Sure. And in that moment when the crowd cheers, you can see her turn and look at the crowd and go, oh, they're into it. Okay. That's but, good. Yes, this will work. <laughs> and so, yeah, she um, basically does a, if you've got a problem with that, get the fuck out of the ring. <laughs> and the whole crowd start a Charlie, Charlie, Charlie fucking Morgan chant. And she's just in there just pumping her fist along with the chant going, holy shit, that went better than I was ever expecting. <laughs> um, and suddenly she's done a face turn by accident and is one of the most popular wrestlers in the company. Wow. <laughs> which led to her winning the tournament and then the title, which she held for most of the year uh, oh. and lost at this last um, tournament just gone by. Oh, nice. So it was really good to see her. But yeah, she took a big bump off of the balcony and uh, landed not brilliantly mm. but like i said up and about on her feet by the end of the night so that was good and yeah alongside her saw kaylee ray who is uh, a classic women's british wrestler like she's great um saw tony storm who i love and she was right there and gotta gotta hand it to her she played to what 150 odd people in a tiny room in bethnal green as if she was doing a wwe show it was nice. it was the same performance Saw Chris Wolf, who I love, as I mentioned. Um, yeah, great, great night. Absolutely fantastic. And at the end of the night, it's such a small space. Like, all the women are just there hanging out yeah. with the audience. It was great. Uh, it was. Um, I'll be back. I will definitely be back. They have won me over. I'm looking into season ticket costs right now. Zoe, you <laughs> Yeah, Zoe was there as well. Yes, she enjoyed it too. She was joining in some of the chanting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, it was a uh, fantastic night. If you ever find yourself down East London Way, I thoroughly recommend seeing if there is a Eve show on. And if you uh, are interested, they do have video on demand. 
Um, I think it's prowrestlingeve.com. But yeah, they have like their all their shows are uh, available for a moderate subscription. <laughs> hmm. They did do oh uh, Wrestle Queendom, which is like their their big match of the year, was yeah. free on YouTube. I think it might still be free on YouTube. If it is, I shall endeavour to remember to put a link in the show notes for this episode so people can Bro. check it out. I also really like them because when WWE did Crown Jewel, which was their Saudi Arabian show, mm. uh, Pro Wrestling Eve were like, we'll we'll put one of our pay-per-views on live for free at the same time. So if you fancy watching some wrestling on the weekend, but you don't fancy supporting the blood money of a totalitarian Middle Eastern regime, Mm. uh, you can watch us instead. Huh. (laughs) Which I did. Fair enough. (laughs) Yeah, that makes complete sense to me. How's your week been? Yeah, I mean, last week I wasn't around, wasn't available because of the Wii One had been sent home from school. Mike fell over. Um, the Wii One had been sent home from school, so I was having to look after her. Was that sent home poorly or sent home naughty? Uh, sent home poorly. Okay, well, that's the. I, well, <laughs> neither I said, of them are good choices, nah, but that's I, the one I'd rather. I received a phone call from the school at work, and I was like, ah, oh, shit, what now? Hmm. And it was like, Evelyn is pale, and she's got a temperature, and she says she's sick, and da, da, da. can you get someone to come and get her? So I called up mum, uh, Jen, and was like, can you go get her? Cause I was at work. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't able, uh, at this point, I wasn't able to leave. And uh, she, she went and got her, and when I came home, and I dealt with her the rest of the day, sort of thing, while Jen was carrying with her work. Uh, outside of that, I've been, I've been watching some streams. Have you? Yes. Why would you do a thing like that? Because it's a game I've never played, but have interest in. Ah. And it's been fucking hilarious. Uh, what cities? Yes. Uh, well, I mean, I wouldn't say all of it has been hilarious, but no. the lake, the lake of unintended consequences was quite amusing. <laughs> yeah, I have to funny. admit. No, I, I, it's had its moments of, Laughter, because like watching you try to adjust the harbour to fit the. Oh god, yeah, that went horribly <laughs> wrong. And uh, watching you building your uh, diamonds across the road and whatnot. Yep, yep. Like, um, yeah, I have been on holiday this week, so I've been streaming a bit more on Twitch than usual. Uh, yep. If you are listening to this as a podcast, there are many, many videos to watch at twitch.tv slash dangerously unprepared. Mm-hmm. And also on our YouTube channel, because I try yes. and export the videos out there when I'm done. Yeah, we've noticed a uh, increase in video appearancing on YouTube now. It's like, yeah, ah. I can't remember who reminded me that it, we have the YouTube channel. but It I, was either me or Kyrie. No, no, no. I think it was one of the uh, one of the listeners, actually. Oh, um, who was like, I, I'm waiting for it to come to YouTube because I usually uh, watch them there. And I was like, oh, shit, we have a YouTube. Uh, and then I started exporting like oh, 11 yeah. episodes of Zoe's Sims 2 challenge yeah, in earnest. I, start, I started watching that again from the beginning as well. <laughs> that is a fun one. And hopefully yeah. we've now actually cracked the conundrum of getting her to do it on this computer with the face Hurrah. cam and the good stream. Uh, so the quality on that should improve as of next episode. Nice. But yeah, uh, City Skylines, you know, it's been out for, what, Ever. three years? Yeah, <laughs> for three years at this point, and I've seen it around, and, 
you know, been told that it was what Sim City was meant to be. Yeah, the better. Yeah, I agree with that. And to see you start playing it, I was like, oh, okay, let's let's see what Simon's up to. And then I was like, this is really interesting. It's a really good game. And, mm. I mean, I am literally just scratching the surface with it in my stream at the moment. Oh, yeah. If I um, dig deeper into getting into the full beautification and detailing stuff that I have done in the past, and other people do so much better than me, uh, it, it can take... You know, it can take uh, half an hour to build a single city block because you're putting so much detail in if you want to. Mm. It's insane how much you can do in that game. The mods are, are through the fucking roof. Yeah, I have to agree that the uh, the Move It mod should be something that's in the game. It really, really should. I mean, I know why it isn't, because yeah. it can break shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you can really, really fuck things up with Move It, but yeah, what what's you move the um the train lines today was interesting mm. to fit it to fit under the bridges yeah. and whatnot. But I mean, yeah, within limits, I think you should be able to adjust the curve and the position of the nodes in base game. That makes sense. But For base level, yeah. I mean, they don't need to because Move It exists. Yeah. There are so many things in cities that you go, oh, this should be in the base game, and then you think, yeah, but literally everyone who plays it has this mod, so they don't need to add it. That's true, yeah. That is true. <laughs> it's when you meet people, as I have done on the stream, who are on PlayStation or Xbox, or even yes. the Switch now. Yes. And you go, oh, but you can't have Move It or Traffic Manager. Oh, God, how do you play? How do you live? <laughs> i got to say, though, when you were building your Traffic Diamonds... We built the second one. Yeah. And you hadn't switched the direction of one of the roads yes. for about <laughs> 15 minutes. I was going, I was almost screaming at the screen, Simon, <laughs> fix the road! I can only imagine. Like that, That's where I wish you would have been in the chat room telling yeah. me that. <laughs> I, I, I haven't been able to be on while you're on. Yeah. Literally like for the lake episode, <laughs> so the last episode, you started streaming as I was on my way to work that oh, day. Oh, no. So I was like, I can't watch this live. I wish I could. <laughs> Obviously, Lex has got in there. and Yeah, I've had Lex and I loads mean, and loads of people. Like that mm. last episode that I did, Yeah, I'm blown away. Like so many people came to join me and chat with me and I got so many follows. Like it's uh, it was a great experience. Loved it. Well, it pushed us over the edge, didn't it? Uh, actually, no, I was already no? over the edge before oh, that right. happened. Uh, yeah, because so on Twitch, uh, there is a thing called affiliation, and that's where you can, if someone's an affiliate, you can subscribe to them, and that will give them money. Uh, I'm not asking anyone to subscribe. No, no, we're not. I have literally, uh, just watching is enough, just listening is enough. If you want to, I won't stop you, but you don't have to by any means. No. Uh, but yeah, when I had this There's holiday no coming obligation. up... No, none at all. Uh, I had this week off coming up, and I was looking at my numbers on Twitch, and I was thinking, do you know what? I'm not a million miles away from affiliate. Yeah. Like, I, I literally just see Twitch as a place to do this podcast with a chat room so that we yeah. can interact, uh, and also a place to just play games, just casually make it as a hobby. But I thought, do you know what? I'm not far from affiliate. I don't know how that's happened, <laughs> yeah. but, but it has. And I was like, well... I've got a week coming off. I can do a bunch of streams and see if I can get some followers and maybe just get it over that line. So yeah, from Monday, I'll start doing some daytime streams during the 
during the week, and then I did a stream on Sunday, and that pushed me over the edge, and I was like, oh, shit, okay. <laughs> but it hasn't stopped me doing the streams anyway, because yeah. it's just fun. Man, City Skylands is an immensely popular game. It is. Yeah. Um, like- I really like it. And as I keep <coughs> saying in the streams, the, the mm-hmm. new mods, uh, the new DLC, have really, really reignited my passion for it, I have to say. Mm. I watched. Uh, I ended up watching because of it a uh, video on YouTube, which was a world record speedrun. Oh, was that the all milestone speedrun? Yeah, the uh, yeah. it was an hour, an hour and eleven minutes. To yeah, I watched that one as well. <laughs> yeah, it's like like vanilla base game. Yeah, but my god, he, it was really impressive to watch. It, yeah, absolutely. Like, there's two different kinds of things that are really impressive to watch. Mm. There's that the people who really exploit the mechanics and build. Like they're, they're machines cities. more than cities, like yes. with moving parts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, and then there's the people who will, like I said, spend an hour doing a single city block and just making it look the most, real, yeah. real, just real. There's a, a whole genre of screenshot of you know, is this real? Is this cities? <laughs> because you can use decals to replace every texture in the game you can oh uh, every building can be a custom asset uh you can replace every vehicle in the game uh you can add weather effects all sorts you can texture the roads properly you can um, paint lines on them do lo- uh, lane markings and things to the point that there are some genuinely tricky is this real or is this city screenshots out there wow <laughs> I do have a question for you though. Okay. Have you been have you <laughs> managed to figure out what's causing that fucking traffic? But they're all using the one lane. Oh, um, you mean on that highway junction? It is yeah. literally right. High density housing. It it always is. Um what I have is mm. the entire city down to that point is low density housing. Yeah. And probably half Half a block of that high-density housing contains as many people. Oh, my God. High-density housing is a nightmare for traffic. So it's, literally, it's literally the people still moving in. Partly still moving in and partly going to and from work. Um, Fucking hell. So what I have to do is start to really think about my public transport in that area and solve that yeah. problem, which is... Um, I think it's the same developers did the Cities in Motion games. So, you know, solving problems with public transport is kind of their genre. <laughs> Yeah. No, but I, I've been thoroughly enjoying it. Oh, I'm glad to hear it. I and hope everyone it, else has been too. And then, and then the lake happened. And then the lake happened. That was amazing. <laughs> that was like, oh my god. That is my favourite moment of streaming so far, I think, that lake. Like, oh look, water source. Oh <laughs> shit! Yeah, uh, I won't be doing that again. <laughs> there is Could a you... clip of that on Twitch, if you want to go and see it. Mm. Is there a way you can use that water source to clear up your sewage issues? Uh, probably not. Not push it further out to sea. Maybe, maybe that seems a bit cheaty though. <laughs> mm. I mean, I don't have a sewage problem. I have a sewage buildup, but I don't see it as a problem. But looking at it, it looks interesting. Yeah, it's a good game. I recommend it. If you're into yeah. sort of simulation games, buildy games, it's one of the it, better ones. It's certainly making me think about streaming stuff again. Cool. I want to encourage that. 
because mm-hmm. um, I'm not the only person who streams on Dangerously Unprepared. No. Uh, Zoe also has her stream. She did a Crusader Kings one today, starting an Iron Man challenge. I got bit by a snake. She got bit by a snake and died. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that was game over in, in one job. episode. It was. Um, but, you know, you <laughs> fall off the horse, you get right back on it. Next episode, we'll be starting over. Because the nice thing about Crusader Kings is... You know, even if you're playing the same people in the same starting setup, it won't be the mm. same game twice. There, there. So she's just going to keep hammering away at that Iron Man challenge until she achieves her objectives. <sighs> We're going to have to try and get the crew back together and do Left 4 Dead or something. I think so. There's, there's plenty of co-op. Yeah. I mean, partly it's like, Rob... <laughs> Are you there? We just want to know you're okay. Because doing f- Friday the Thirteenth was fucking glorious. That was really fun. Even though I couldn't say anything, which <laughs> was super unfortunate. Literally in that wardrobe, that entire time, apart from when I sort of sl- <laughs> slightly moved the moved it to show that I was sort of still paying attention. I was looking for this headset. And I still can't find it. That's really annoying, but it is, yeah. I, honestly, you stuck in that wardrobe that entire game was actually pretty funny. <laughs> I the strange thing about it, I survived pretty much to in most of the game and stuff. Oh yeah, fairly fairly long into it because I would spawn completely on the other end of the map compared to everyone else. <laughs> I don't know if it's just I don't know if it's part of the character I had or what, but I spawned on the map and then I see like see the arrows and whatnot for everyone else and they would all be in like the the other corner and I'd be like oh by <laughs> don't wanna die all by myself well you nearly made it through in that game like Jason spent an awfully long time looking for you yeah and then there was the the uh, the Benny Hill around the sofa that was so good <laughs> although the highlight of that night if you haven't watched the Twitch stream I really should clip this uh, so that I can just link people to this moment Mm. was um Kyrie in the car (laughs) yeah yeah picking up kyle that was hilarious then immediately crashing (laughs) and kyle getting out of the car not to help Kyrie, but to steal the car (laughs) and driving off oh that was fun that was much more fun than i was anticipating actually i before we played it then i probably played one like um, against AI match, just just to have an idea of what it was like. I had played half a game before we started streaming, just <laughs> to work out what the controls were. Yeah, and then we had, my God, Kyle Rob was amazing as as Jason. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, he's played that game a lot. <laughs> I know he's played. It, I know he's played it a lot, but it was just like, it just he just. It spoke to him, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, he's a natural, a natural monster. Mm. <laughs> uh, no, no. That's, oh, he was good as well. Alex was yeah. also good, but yeah. no, this was Kyle, who I don't know, but was very you've good. Me- you've met him, have I? Yeah, Manami and okay. Ammo. Okay, meeting someone and knowing someone are different things. <laughs> yes, that, that, that <laughs> is two separate things. Yes. Um. <laughs> How is Katie? Caden is feeling much better. Um, 
we I mean we've still got the vet coming to check him up. Um, That's cool. But yeah, he seems much more back to his usual self. He's being a proper asshole on stream again. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, from, from, from what we've been seeing, yeah. It's like, leave the light alone, KD. Yep. It's it's my he second monitor he really goes after these days. Uh, uh, to the point that he was really hammering at it when Zoe was doing her Crusader Kings and the camera was shaking. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was quite bizarre. Nice. Yeah, I mean, that's been my week. I've got one more shift to do, and then I'm on holiday for a week. Very nice. And on Friday, I'm going to drop Evie off at school and walk up to Smith Toys and pick up my Pokemon game. I pre-ordered that today. Mm. See, I went into Smith's last weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week, rather, not last weekend. Well, let's. I would, I would have gone there anyway because I wouldn't have gone to game for the pre order. Because that you can't. I mean, now obviously now I can't. But <laughs> if if I pre ordered it ahead of time, I probably still wouldn't have gone to game for it because they suck. Uh, but yeah, that, after that whole debacle with Red Dead Two, mm. I would probably never pre- pre- probably never pre order from game again. Really. I don't blame you. Uh, for for the listeners who don't who don't know what happened. I pre-ordered Red Dead 2 January last year, I think it was, on the ticket. I think it was just before, just before, just after my birthday last year. And held on to the pre-order all this time. And then at the end of September this year, my local games store closed down. And then I was like, right, well, where's my pre-order going to go? How am I going to get that? And I contacted the game, and they were like, I don't know. Nah. You're not? Is it not going to go to like my next local store? <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Like, thanks, guys. Really helpful. So, yeah. And you didn't them. get it from game, did you? <laughs> no, I didn't. I still don't own it because of that. That and I don't really have the mo- I didn't really have the money for it. On release, but uh. yeah, that's fair. But yeah, so I went up to Smith's to pre-order Pokemon's, and I got there. Spoke to my old work work get, work makes there and whatnot. Said I'm up to pre-order this, and they're like, my old boss like which version, and one of the other guys is, well, it has to be Eevee. <laughs> and he's like, why? And I'm like, he's like. Well, obviously it has to be Eevee. I'm like, yeah, I really want Pikachu just because what's <laughs> because what's in it. But you're not going to let me pre-order Pikachu, are you? And they're like, no. Well, I pre-ordered Eevee. Yeah, I mean, I was going to get Pikachu and Jen was going to get Eevee. That was mm. the thing. Well, that makes so sense. Just means, yeah, just means I'll get Pikachu another point. Yeah, because I mean, I like Pikachu. I wanted mm-hmm. Pikachu, and then I looked at the which Pokemon are exclusive to each one. Ah. And I was like, oh, I can't have a Meowth if I get Pikachu. Fuck no. that shit. I no, want a Meowth. Not unless you catch it and go. Well, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited I mean, I've about caught game. Pikachus in Go, so. Yeah, that's true. But you can't have the Pikachu that rides your shoulders, though. No, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'll live. No, yeah. 
So I'm looking forward to that. I mean, the the last sort of trailer before the re- the actual release trailer came out has some new inform- some extra information in it. Yeah. Whatnot, so and I might actually have to go to a f- actual physical game store because I want to buy that Pokeball controller. Hmm. I've put it on my Christmas list. Mm. <laughs> they almost made, they almost made me pre-order it with the Pokeball as well. I was <laughs> like, I can't, I can't. I really want to, but I can't. Yeah, I want that Pokeball. It's it's such a stupid thing to spend money on, but I really want it. Yeah, I mean, it's a fully functional controller that can be used yeah. by other gamers as well. It's just, it's a Pokeball. It, yeah, it's great. I <laughs> hats off to Nintendo. They've made a sale there. And it's the only way to get me for it. So yeah, true. <laughs> but I am um, I'm interested in the post game content. Mm. The masters sound interesting. Yeah, there is literally 151 masters to find once you finish the game, and you can only use the same Pokemon they're using. Mm. So that will mean you will have the the amazing battles of. Metapod versus Metapod. <laughs> Magikarp versus Magikarp. Versus Magikarp, yeah. <laughs> it's like, and they will, the way they've set up is that they will have attacks that are super effective against themselves. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see what attack they give, you know, Magikarp and Metapod and that kind yeah. of stuff. Because, <laughs> yeah. But... Just talking about it with Lex, and it's kind of he's going like, "There's no, there's no hot held items and this kind of stuff." So like, yeah, but Mega Evolution's still in that. Yeah. So where it's just an inherent thing that you get the item and it just activates, you can pick it to activate from the menu. Who knows? Yep, we shall see. Yep. But I will most likely be be double fisting that controller, and just be how. One in each hand, and be like, <laughs> ha 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 ha, I'm getting the better throws. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's, it's one it's, that I've been waiting for. It's certainly going to be interesting, because I'm not going to say when they first announced it, I was like, what? Because <coughs> it was a bit, huh, this is different. But no, the 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 more they've released and spoken to friends who've played it and whatnot at various events and yeah it's i'm looking forward to friday it's it's clearly a game with the intention of making pokemon as a franchise more welcoming to people who got into it through go yeah it very much is yeah and it's also for the younger generation who have never played a Pokemon game before. That too, yeah. So yeah. it's it's a, a brilliant sort of gateway drug game. Mm. <laughs> and then, you know, next year we get the the next full main canon game. Yes, which is the way to do something like this, is, you know, um, you yeah. if you're going to announce something like a Let's Go, a sort of a different version of what you're doing, maybe a simplified mm. version, maybe a mobile version... Uh, it 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 does you well to reassure people that you haven't forgotten about your, you know, your core franchise and core audience. Uh, so anyone seen the Diablo announcement? <laughs> <laughs> That's about to go. Oh. Don't you guys have phones? That sounds like something that Blizzard yeah. would do. Oh my god! So for people wow. who are not aware, yeah. 
Uh, BlizzCon is a convention for Blizzard fans, just Blizzard fans, which, to be fair, between Warcraft, Starcraft, um, Diablo, and Overwatch, they can do. Like, yeah. You don't need more than that to have an entire convention. But this is their convention. So we're talking about their most hardcore fans. And at their keynote, their big, big address to their biggest fans, they announced the latest update to one of their biggest and oldest franchises. And it was a reskinned Chinese mobile game. <laughs> Mm. full of monetization and this is a sequel to an on pc full depth hack and slash rpg franchise and the next installment yeah like i mean there was the guy in the audience who asked is this an out of season april fool's joke yeah and i don't blame him no like on the one hand like the reaction of a lot of the fans has been complete bullshit, gamer uh, gamer entitlement uh, nonsense. Hmm. Like th- they are free to make whatever they want to make and release whatever they want to release. Uh, hmm. That is, they're cool as a company. And if you're saying that, oh, you know, it's an insult to us, it's they're they're ignoring their core audience, and I'm like. You just sound like children right now, dude. Shut up. Sit down. Mm. But at the same time, Blizzard, read the room. Like, this should be announced a month from now in a press release, uh, not at BlizzCon as your big announcement for the convention. (laughs) You could have have predicted this would not go well. Or like I've seen some people saying, if you're going to announce it in this event, don't make it the last fucking yeah. thing you show. Don't make it the highlight of the keynote. And then, you know, if you are going to do this as one of the last things, then follow it up with just a teaser of some of like the actual game. Yes, that's what we led know? into this saying. You know, Nintendo yeah. did it right. They said, here is Pokemon, let's go. It's this simplified, new, straightforward experience. Shaded Spriter coming in with a subscription. Thank you very Thank much, you. Spriter. You are my first. You have broken the subscription barrier for us all. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, here is our new, simplified, streamlined, different variant of a beloved classic. And we're getting the full game next installment next year. Uh, that's how you yeah. do it. That's how you do it. You say, we haven't forgotten about the core experience. It still exists. <laughs> I, will, I do have to say about the Nintendo, though. Mm. <laughs> they didn't announce it at when they announced Let's Go. Though. No, it wasn't in the same announcement. But, but the fact they had, you know, it, the fans forced them to, essentially forced them to make it happen for the fellow Nintendo to go, all right, guys, calm down. Here is, <laughs> yes. you know. It is happening. We are going to do are it. Working, we are working on it, and it's coming next year. You know, but it's not. It's not because you have to wait two years for it. It's going to be next year's Pokemon release. Yes, calm your calm your tits. Yeah, and as Sprite says, you know, Fallout mm. Shelter and Fallout Four. Although that's a slightly different thing for me because Fallout Shelter is very much a mobile game, a side yes. game. Diablo really feels like they're saying it's a full Diablo experience. It's. Uh, yeah, mm. uh, it's not yeah. a spin-off companion game like Fallout Shelter was. No, 
It's I don't even know. Mind you, right, Bethesda have gone off the the freaking rails with Fallout. Um, I, I don't know what to think about seventy six. I really don't. I haven't got it. I'll um, get it. I've not got it. Christmas maybe. I will get it. Maybe a year from now when it's yeah. on Steam sale for a tenner. Uh, I might get it when they finally release um, private servers. I might get it when they finally release a patch. That's it. I saw someone posting today, here is a comprehensive list of all the bugs that were discovered during the beta that have been fixed before release. And it was just an empty document. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, guys. Yeah, it's had a, a broken, bug. broken game. You had a bug that deleted the entire game file. Yeah. And then you've got a bug for the PC version that won't let you uninstall the beta unless you've installed the full game. Yeah. It's like, oh, Professor, what are you doing? Not to mention, like, it's still based on Gamebryo, the engine that's been running, like, the Elder Scrolls and Fallout games forever. You know, mm. the one that modders have learned to hack to shit. Yeah. It's, it's so already, broken. Yeah. There's already articles about there's already mods for the game and it wasn't yeah. even out yet. Yeah, it's it's insane. Like, yeah. it, you know what an asset flip is? Mm, sounds familiar. Okay, it's a, it's a genre of game uh, in the genre of shovelware, uh, which is turning out lots of shit quick games. Uh, Steam yes. is full of them. Yes. So Unity is a really popular free uh, development game engine. That um, it is, So you yes. can download it and make your own games. And it has an asset store where you can download pre-made models, pre-made maps, even pre-made bits of code that do things. So an asset flip is literally someone who downloads a bunch of assets, turns them mm. into a quick hack job game and releases it and tries to make more money from that release than they spent on the assets. And it doesn't have to be much more. Uh, you just need to turn a profit. Then you get a whole bunch more assets, turn it into another bullshit game, release it and Asset flip, like house flip, you just take what you've got, tart it up a little bit, make some money. Yeah. And makes those sense. games are invariably shit. Yeah, uh, because it's, you're not really putting any work into it. I, I said the other day to Zoe, oh my god, Fallout 76 is an asset flip. It's just Bethesda already owned the assets. Jeez, yeah. This is not a Fallout game. This is them going, hey, I've got an idea. If we just added some network code to Gamebryo, we could make a quick multiplayer game like Ark or Rust or whatever. And mm. and they did. But they didn't think about their engine or their modding community or their huge backlog of bugs. <laughs> mm. So they asset flipped their own assets. And yes, Spriter talks about... Uh, Jim Sterling talks a lot about asset flips. Um, and famously... When, uh, went to court or no did it ever get to court had legal action taken against him by digital homicide who are a developer who does legendarily bad asset flips what have they released the name sounds familiar killing grounds is probably their best known one uh right yeah they're, they're shit right yeah <laughs> come not, at me digital said. homicide enough said christ so yeah 76 is a thing I, I i saw that it got released early i don't know why but yeah, it, PC specifically got it like a day or so ahead. Yeah. Like, what the hell? So I've seen a bunch of people playing that um, and heard from a bunch of my friends who've played it already. And I, credit to them. They seem to be enjoying it. 
I'll, you know, I'll probably, I will end up getting it eventually because I am a Fallout person. See, I am and a Fallout person. I know you are. I know you are. Which is why I've got no interest in getting it. It's not a Fallout yeah. game. I want to look at it on the side of it of we could all get it and do something together in it, though. There is that. Content creation. Yeah, yeah. There is that to it. There is that. And like I, mean, I said, when it no comes wrong. down to like a tenner on Steam and I can just buy a four-pack yeah. and hand it out to all the hosts, then it's worth <laughs> yeah. it. But I mean, when it's 70 quid don't, a piece, no. Yeah, don't get me wrong. In a, every Let's Play group and their dogs are going to be doing it. Oh, they already but, started, yeah. Yeah. But it still doesn't mean that we can't go in there and wreck shit. <laughs> That is very true. And I've heard some lovely stories from it already. Like, I was hearing yeah. from one guy who was like, what happened was I walked out of the vault and there was a guy in power armor ready to welcome me to the wasteland, wishing me a happy reclamation day, handed me some supplies, and I wandered on further down the road and I found a group of players singing Take Me Home Country Roads whilst they fought robots, <laughs> uh, and then wandered off and found a woman who'd set up a shack on the road to the first area and was offering to craft items for... No cost, just you bring me the resources and I'll craft it for you just because she wants to level up. Um, and that all That's sounds cool. really fun, but at the same time, ugh. yes, 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 Spreiter, yes, visceral me, cleanup. Me and Simon have been going on about doing so. Yeah, because we both have it. <laughs> yeah. And we both like it. So, yeah, that might happen at some point if we can find the time and organize that. Mm. Mm. I really want to get a good desktop computer i mean my laptop i got is fairly good it will run that game perfectly fine but i have not had a desktop in longer than i can remember wow yeah basically you know since i was pretty a kid and it's not a cheap thing to invest in unfortunately no that's the biggest problem about it all it was like you know i got a kid to do to to invest in And that's another reason I want to get a desktop. She actually has a decent computer. Yeah. For where she's growing up with. But, yeah, I mean, we are... Visceral cleanup is going to happen. Yeah. And, I mean, when it comes to it, you don't need to buy a PC case, because I'm fucking tripping cases. I, <laughs> I've i got enough parts to help out in some ways. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not quite enough to scratch build a computer out of spare parts, but no. I could get close. <laughs> well, thank you for the offer. Anyway. No problem. <laughs> but yeah, um, we have to wait and see. Seventy six. See, see, see what they do to fix problems. See what they do to create new problems. See, I'm hoping the trajectory for seventy six is mm. um, it survives long enough off of its initial popularity that it lives long enough for Bethesda to actually get around to patching it. But a backlash of bad reviews and bad word of mouth means that the price comes tumbling down. So in about six months, it costs 20 quid and is actually playable. That's that's yes. what I hope will happen. <laughs> yeah. that That is generally what happens in that sort of situation. Yeah. It's going to be interesting looking at the future. Mind you, I know me. Mm-hmm. Right. You might see me streaming it tomorrow. <laughs> that like, is true. Uh, <laughs> what was what was it? It was a uh, Spider Man. Spider Man and GTA, which I was going to hold off GTA on. GTA then... was another one. Uh, no, I thought I always planned on buying GTA. No, no, you planned you planned on buying GTA. 
you didn't plan to buy it as quickly as you did, though. Oh, that's true. That is true. I remember way back when you were like, yeah, I'm going to hold off just fair. a little I'm going to hold on it just a little bit, and then next thing we know is I'm I'm playing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man was definitely the recent one, though. I was like, yeah. mm, it looks good, but, uh, you know, I'll, I'll hold off on that. I'll wait. And then I was playing it on launch day. I've not got the <laughs> DLC yet. Oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Lex has, and he's just recently finished a Ultimate Difficulty playthrough. Oh, nice. I've well, got new- the DLC. Thank you for reminding me because I got the the season pass. So ah. I actually do have it. I just haven't played it yet. Yeah, the um the new game plus makes that a whole you know <laughs> makes it a whole lot easier. Yes. But we, I just realized we've actually got to a point where we can actually talk about the end of the game. That's true. Because <laughs> we've both finished <laughs> we it. We have both finished it now. <laughs> I really, really liked the way they handled... Spoilers for Spider-Man on PS4. I really (laughs) liked the way they handled the last conversation between Peter and Otto. Yeah. That was surprisingly well done. The impact of that scene was... The entire end of the game was just like, what? Mm. Like, swing after swing at your heartstrings. Yeah. But specifically that scene as the neural interface starts to collapse and a bit of Otto comes back, but Peter is already, you know, lost what he felt for Otto. Yeah. That that whole scene is surprisingly moving. Mm, mm. Yeah, just just Peter going, you know, you are my, my idol and... I worshipped you that yeah. whole bit. You know, you were like a father to me. Was like, ah, oh, ah, oh, my heart. Yeah. This one is first time you see Otto, you're like, oh, he's not. Oh, but it means he's going to be. Yeah. It's like, oh, how are we going to get to that point from here? And then when you see what they're working on, it's like, oh, no. Yeah. And then, then after Osborne comes in and takes it all away and the next army builds is 600 times more amazing than what they were working on freehand. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh my yeah. God. <laughs> this is what Ames money can do. Yeah. I, I It was such a good game throughout. Yeah. Um, I, I couldn't do an ultimate difficulty playthrough, I don't think. Respect to Lex for that. I, that is beyond my capabilities <laughs> as an aging gamer. Well, the fact that it's on... on the ultimate difficulty it'd just be playing for the story because you wouldn't have to do any of the side stuff that's true because it's you've already got you've already done it on a new game plus it's literally just play through the story again just harder yes <laughs> hard yeah. enough hard that's enough, hard enough thank you yeah that's true but um and then the post credit scene with miles yes just just ah. Oh. That's the that was the best way they could have done that, man. I, as soon as Miles was in it, I was like, they've they've got to tease it, right? At yeah. some point during this game, they have to tease Miles becoming Spidey. And as soon as spiders and, were discovered in that lab, I was just yeah. like, oh hello, yeah. In fact, when they got on, when they got MJ, I was like, uh, in one of the multiverse things, she is a spider herself. That would be amazing. So that would be that yeah. thing of that could have been what happened there, but obviously they didn't get through that route. Although at the same time, I actually really appreciated playing MJ as just 
stealthy, ordinary yeah. person. So I'm, I'm sort of glad they didn't go with superpowered MJ, but it would have been interesting, I admit. Mm. I mean, it's funny enough with the with the sonic shocker and, and the stun gun. Yes. <laughs> Armed MJ was definitely interesting. Yeah. Spider-Gwen game would be Spider-Gwen awesome. game would be interesting. Right. Spider-Gwen. Right. Leap of association. I went from Spider-Gwen to Deadpool to Ryan Reynolds to Detective Pikachu. Pikachu. <laughs> Looping us back around Pokemon. <laughs> I assume you've seen the trailer. Yes. I, only watched, I watched it um, this morning, actually, because Jen was going on and on about it <laughs> when it came out, and I was like, yeah, 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 I'll get around to seeing it. And I knew of Detective Pikachu, obviously, before from the game... And the fact they'd already released the movie in Japan. Yeah. So, but I I didn't realize they were remaking it entirely. I just thought they were going to redub it know, or something. Redub it, yeah. And, you know, getting Ryan Reynolds to play Pikachu, I was like, okay, fair enough. But then I watched the trailer and I was like, oh my God. What the hell? All I will it, say, actually, I will say many more things than this. The first thing I will say is. Realistic Psyduck, you have my axe. I am here for realistic Psyduck. It's it's it was the Mr. Mime bit that got me. I was just like, oh my god, that's amazing. That was that was horrible, just because Mr. Mime is horrible. They, they I, I don't need to see one that seems believable. That's oh the, the worst thing that you could do coming out the, of Pokemon. The Jigglypuff was holding the marker pen. Yeah. Like the amount of Nods and stuff in the background is, are immense. You can see some graffiti of an M, M2 on the wall at one point. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm just... I'm super impressed, actually, with how they looked. Well, according to Spriter in the chat room, it's by the person who drew the realistic Pokemon ages ago, and I remember seeing that really? art. Really? Yeah. It makes sense to get that person to concept art yeah. it, because <laughs> that was some great work. And some of that stuff was absolutely fucking terrifying. So yes. yeah, that makes <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. But yeah, I'm I'm as soon as Ryan Reynolds' voice came out of that little fluffy bastard, I was just like, oh, I've already bought a ticket. How has that happened? <laughs> I gotta admit, for that entire trailer, I was like, is he gonna drop an F bomb? <laughs> and I was like, no, it's it's Nintendo and Pokemon. It won't happen. It won't happen. But, but oh my god, it'd be amazing. I mean, there was like before Detective Pikachu was announced, Ryan Reynolds tweeted out what was supposedly fan art of a Pikachu in a Deadpool suit in a realistic CG style. Yeah. So I'm wondering if that was fan art or if he was hinting at something way back when. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I watched that trailer, and then I watched the new uh, Battle Angel Alita trailer. Oh, is there another one? Yeah, yeah. There's a new a new uh, Fallout trailer released. Okay, I haven't seen that one yet. Mm, I And, you know, I am an Alita fan, and I watched that trailer and was like, oh my lord. All right, Anime oh. Eye Report. They got smaller for the last trailer. Are they still that size, or did they get they, bigger again? <laughs> no, they are smaller again. There are moments where they seem bigger, but I think it's just more, I think it's just more of a case of... Um, Surprised. Okay. All right, Shade. So, you know, I won't. I won't go into the uh, what happens in the trailer. But I, as an Alita fan, I was like, "Oh, I'm looking forward to this." I wouldn't uh, say, describe myself as a fan, but I'm mm. familiar enough with it, and I like it well enough 
the yeah. the trailers really feel to cat uh, like they do capture the universe well. And they, considering who's making it, mm. and I'm just like, you guys have got it. I mean, obviously, the seeing it will be the the true test of for sure of what it is because we've been burned before. Oh god, to yeah. Say, to say the least, I mean. Uh, yeah, Ghost in the Shell comes to mind. Well, I wouldn't say I was burned on that one because I didn't expect it to be good. Oh, no, well, <laughs> no, that's true. Uh, but, yeah. I expected garbage. I received garbage. Ah. Yeah, the OVA was... the was the first and, to this point, only feature made for it for Eilita. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as as soon as, as it got translated, to, uh, got dubbed into English, Cameron came along and was like, "I'll take that, <laughs> <laughs> gimme, and I'll hold on to it so nothing else can be released for it." Yeah, because he's had the rights for a really fucking long time, like hasn't he? Twenty years or something. Yeah, S- something stupid. And I just love the story about how it finally came to be, though. No, oh, tell me the story. All oh, right, so. Uh, was it Robert Rodriguez, isn't it? Yes. Him and James Cameron are super good friends. Yes. You know, they hang around and all that kind of stuff for a long time. And he was, ar- uh, he was around the Camerons for whatever reason at that point and was like, James, remember Battle Angel? Are you actually going to do anything with it? <laughs> and basically, James Cameron was Cameron was like, probably not. I'm a bit got my hands full with Avatar after all. And he went to him. Can I have a go? <laughs> and James thought about it. He's like, if you can bring me a screenplay. I'll consider it. And he basically came out the next day with an entire screenplay. I was like, <laughs> I was like, here. And yeah, he 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 read it through. I was like, all right, let's do this. Okay. I wonder if he had that ready to go. Like, had he been working on that quietly? Probably. Probably. <laughs> I mean, it's Robert, it's Robert Rodriguez. It, you know? Yeah. He probably had it ready to go already. But yeah. And that's that's how it finally came to be. So it's like, more, you know, more or less. It's, it's I found this out actually from listening to the Rooster Teeth podcast. Okay, because they uh, Robert Rodriguez's TV network uh, has done shoots at their at their where, where they where they are based in Austin, mm. in Texas. And he's been on the he's been on their show and all this kind of stuff. He's you know he's, he, they've had interviews with him, and it, it came up in conversation then. And I was like, that's really interesting from the man himself saying yeah. how it came to be essentially. That's very cool. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so seeing what's in the new trailer and seeing the you know, knowing what I know and what what they've added and took away and this kind of stuff, and I'm going going, I'm really interested in seeing the full product now yeah i it's one i'm gonna go and see for sure and you know to, to 
Take it back to our cyberpunk episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's like they've got... In the trailer... I also put the trailer alone. I think they've got... No, actually, no, I went... I, went, I can say off, off, off air about it. Mm. So don't spoil it for Shader. Yeah. <laughs> Who has just brought up uh, Robert Rodriguez's TV network <laughs> and Underground. Lucia Underground, which is such yes. a strange show. I, I've downloaded <sighs> like a bunch of Lucia Underground and I keep threatening to introduce Zoe to it. Yes, he does produce. Um, uh, and Dust to Dawn as well. Yeah. On one of his shows on there. That's done immensely well. Rodriguez, he seems to be way more hit than miss, let's put it that way. Yes. <laughs> I think we can and, say that. And the fact that he puts it onto his own network just makes it makes it go. Yeah, why eh. not? Yeah. It's like I don't care what other people think. I like I'm it. I'm doing this for Here me. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and if it's a hit, it's a hit. If it's not, it's not. I like it. But he's doing his <laughs> shit, whatever happens. And he is. But yeah. Um so for those two trailers to come out more or less at the same time, they are two really opposite ends of cinema viewing well it's also really funny that um that sort of how it came to be story uh it reminds me so much of how sin city came to be oh uh yeah rodriguez wanted to do sin city hi um, lex hey lex and i think it was miller was reluctant and really? uh, he sort of self-funded uh the because you know how sin city is like three or four different Sin City books melded into a single story. Yeah. So he did one of the scenes of one of the books. It was the uh, detective and the woman on the rooftop with the cigarette in that black and white style. Um, Took it back to Miller, who was like, I I know you weren't keen on the idea, but I was thinking something like this and showed it to him. And Miller was like, okay, when do you start? Um, because <laughs> yeah he just he did that um that sort of throughout the movie that sort of shot for shot remake feel yeah and uh, that that brought miller on board so it was again that well I, I have this to show you yeah and uh yes phil it was a sharp point lava girl yep yeah that was another rodriguez <laughs> it was yeah it was his kids idea which they should have looked into the the legal issues on because he got sued for that one he did successfully mm-hmm. by Shark Boy, the indie wrestler. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Um, the one other trailer I saw this week as well was the, the actually it was technically two the the two teasers for Toy Story four. I've seen that they have been released. I haven't watched them yet. I I'm sort of I'm weirdly nervous too. Like the trilogy is so strong as it is i'm like don't mm. go back to that well i well it's 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 a they are they are literal teaser trailers it's no it's not you know trailer trailers there is no footage of the movie in it okay it's stuff it's stuff made just to tease and yeah it looks interesting i don't know if i want another toy story movie honestly <laughs> at some point you got to let it go guys yeah. I mean, last last I heard, the plot for it was uh, searching for Bo Peep because 
she disappeared between two and three. Mm. So it was, it was finding out where she had gone. Well, we'll see. I'm I'm very much reserving judgment on that one. Yeah, but it's not like they they've done bad. With it the entire Cars franchise. No, I don't mean. And then planes pi- like Pixar mean- can. They're not faultless. I don't mean. I don't mean Pixar. I mean with Toy Story. You know, they did. They did the the shorts. Yes, but I'm with Brighter as he says in the chat room. Like Toy Story three yeah. was more Toy Story than we needed. That's true. Yeah. So I'm. I, I just want them to leave it alone. <laughs> at, at some point, you just you start to chip away at the franchise if you keep dragging it out. Yeah. It does have uh, Keel and Peel in it, though, the new one. Okay. Well, that's interesting. They are one of the uh, teasers. They are in one of the teasers for new characters. Is Planes not Pixar? I thought it was. Okay, I forgive them that one. It's it's Disney Animation Studios. Right. Gotcha. So, you know, technically not Pixar. But... But yeah, <laughs> it's a cousin of a Pixar movie. Yeah, it's in the it's in the universe. Your watch is blowing up. It is. That is because the people I play Overwatch with have just started chatting about Ash. Ah, so I'm just going oh, to mute Ash. notifications on my watch. <laughs> Ash is out now. She's been released properly. Oh, I've already got one of the achievements. I am Groman. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the stream. Very nice to have you here. Uh, so yeah, they're all playing her and kicking off about her and uh, talking about the achievements and stuff. But yeah, it's so fun now. She's properly out and you can play her in an actual team composition uh, <laughs> rather than six ashes versus six ashes. How are you doing with her? Uh, the same as I do with any hit scan. Hit and miss. I, Fair well, enough. obviously a hit scan is literally hit and miss, but yeah, but it doesn't matter if so. I'm playing McCree, <laughs> Widow, Ash... Uh, I, I go so hot and cold with hit scans. I cannot be consistent, but when mm. I'm on form, I am on fire. Uh, and when I'm not on form, I can't contribute. It's so weird. Um, but I've never had the patience to really sit and dedicate myself to improving my hit scan skills. I'm enjoying Ash so much, I think I might really put some investment into sharpening up my aim again. Because mm. I just enjoy her that goddamn much. There is nothing like setting Genji's on fire. That is so satisfying. How does Bob work? Bob, um, basically, he drops out of the sky when you summon him and charges okay. charges forward. I think 120 meters is his maximum charge range. Okay. But he will stop if he hits um, an obstacle right. or another player, uh, okay. an enemy player. If he hits an enemy player, he will knock them straight up in the air, um, much like a Doomfist uppercut, and then stop where he is. When he stops, whether it's from hitting an obstacle, reaching maximum distance, or hitting someone, he will then turn into a turret, basically. He plants his feet, cannons pop out of his hands, and he starts shooting at anything in range. Right, like from the short. Like from the short. Yeah. Uh, He is, in almost all senses, another player. He counts for pushing the payload, contesting objectives. Really? Yep. Um, I've captured an objective by firing Bob onto it at the last minute and having him contest. Um, That's amazing. uh, He body blocks, so if you put him in front of a spawn room door, people can't get out. 
Uh, <laughs> he can be healed by your healers. He can be nano boosted by Anna. He can be powered up by Mercy's power beam. He can um, receive the power up from Orisa's ultimate. Uh, he can be slept by the enemy. Uh, so in in all these ways, he counts as a player. The only way in which he differs from actually having just a seventh character on your team is mm. your healers do not get alt charge from healing him, and your enemies do not get alt charge from damaging him. Okay. Um, so he doesn't add to the alt pool. He won't affect the alt timings. Okay. But in every other way, in terms of contesting, healing, damaging, poisoning, sleeping, yeah, he's just another player. And what's beautiful is I was playing with a friend of mine who was playing Zarya, and she bubbled mm. my Bob as I launched him, and the entire enemy team were like, oh, fuck, it's Bob, and launched everything at him. And <laughs> they got the the 40% charge from a whole bubble's worth of damage in just instantly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he can be Zarya bubbled. Um, he can be hacked by Sombras. He can, you know, whatever. He's just another mm. player. I fired him at the payload and had him push it to the to the end of the map. You know, it's... <laughs> <laughs> he won't move, but I fired him past the payload, so sure. uh, he stopped when he hit the wall and just dragged the payload towards him because he was close right. close enough to count. Nice. <laughs> I love Bob. Bob's great. So basically, turns your team from a, from six man to seven to seven, and yeah. he has like eleven hundred hit points. Is it is it timed his? appearance on the field or is it literally until he is taken out uh yeah there is a maximum time um okay even if he's not damaged he will eventually disappear back up into the sky i'm not sure <laughs> how long his limit is because normally he'll die first he supermans that shit out of the way <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> does he do um area damage when he lands no so if you if you were if you were to fire him onto someone would he do would he end I mean, up damaging no, but as soon as he started charging forward, he would do the knock up and stop. So, sure. yeah. Right. And I already have one of Ash's achievements, which is to get a kill on someone mm. in the air who Bob has knocked up for you. Oh, nice. So you charge Bob forward, they get knocked up, you scope in, hit them, take that last little bit of damage off them. Achievement unlocked. Huh. <laughs> nice. The other one is to get a kill with a dynamite that you set off by shooting it that is 30 meters away from you or more. Whoa. Okay. I haven't got that one yet. I've pulled off a few shots on 30 meter away dynamite, but it just hasn't turned into kills. Sure. Wow. Yeah, Ash is a super lot of fun, and she's uh, voiced by Jennifer Hale, a.k.a. Commander Shepard. Is she? Yeah. Of course she is. <laughs> Makes complete sense. And the only little interaction I've had between her and another character uh, so far was I headshot a McCree coming around a corner, and as Ash jogged off, she just went, well, now we know who's the better shot. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that that's her rivals what spawned that Facebook post. Yes. Of mine, because it's like, it's like, yeah, who who... What are people's preferred either characters they play as or characters they like? Uh, my answer was just Ash. Just Ash. I mean, there are other characters I play as, obviously, but oh, Ash, my heart. I mean, <laughs> I mean, now I would add Bob to my list just because <laughs> he looks awesome. Bob is amazing, but I, I was playing with some friends earlier and I made a Bob observation. Um, since Bob <laughs> came out, 
I have right. been making a few puns um, right. about capturing the bobjective, um, oh, that God. kind of thing. And it became pretty obvious to me that one of my friends in particular bobjected to these puns, and uh, she's just going to have to deal with it because they're not stopping. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lord. Lucio and Wrecking Ball are good characters to main, Sprite. I play a lot of Wrecking Ball. Uh, I don't play a huge amount of Lucio because one of the people I play with a lot is a Lucio main, and I wouldn't want to take his baby from him. He's oh. he's way better with him than I am anyway. As Pia, <laughs> uh, Phil is asking who was uh, objecting to my puns. Uh, it was Pia. Dear, dear. And basically, every time I said one, there was just this voice on comms just going, please stop. <laughs> oh, dear. But they are objectively good jokes, so I'm not going to stop. God. <laughs> oh, man. It has been a day. Oh, it really has. It really has. It's been a bit of a funny old week this week. Well, it's, it's, been, it's been an odd one for me, for sure, because I've been off, and that's always a disruption to the routine and feels weird. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm this close to being off, and it's just like, uh <laughs> Yes. I could have said no and made my manager work tomorrow, but she's been working really hard to get ready for this thing today. So I was like, no, I'm fine. I'll let you, I'll, I'll work your shift so you can have a day off. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, it's more overtime, so it's worth it. But, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Overtime's good. I could have really done after today to have tomorrow off. Yeah, no, but no kidding. But, never but your time is coming. Yeah, it is. We Pokemon Day, so huzzah! That's a good day to have off. Yeah, I'm, yeah, my time off is finishing just after Pokemon comes out, and I'm like, no. Oh. But it's on the Switch, which is a console I can take to work. Yeah, apparently the handheld mechanics are interesting. Okay. Because it, it's very much designed to be played on the TV. Oh, for sure, yeah. I mean, you don't need to you, um, have the motion to throw the Pokeballs. Mm. You can just press buttons to do so. So in handheld, obviously, that makes more sense. Yes. But obviously you don't get the benefits of aiming for that. Well, it's like the, the hat toss in Super Mario Odyssey with my Switch constantly telling me, hey, why don't you try playing it with the controllers detached? And I'm like, because we're fucking carrying you on the tube. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's always a uh, because huh. that game definitely works better as handheld. Yes, it does. As in um, holding the, the Joy Con. Yes, but yeah, I still haven't actually finished that game. No, nor have I. I I've played a bunch uh, of it, but not finished yeah. it. I haven't finished. I haven't finished anything on the Switch yet. I'm I'm part way through breath of the wild i'm part way through odyssey i'm part way through rabbit's kingdom um i'm enjoying playing them all i'm just got yeah. no urge to finish anything i'm part way through odyssey i'm on my second run through of zelda i'm part way through xenoblade uh, i've got stardew valley which i pop in and out of yeah there. that's one of my go-to break games at work is because you can pop on water some fields yeah. plant some stuff i need to actually go through my switch to sort out some space for 
Pokemon, so I'm not actually sure how big it is. Mm, well, I mean, it's definitely space Obviously, needs to be made because Pokemon's yeah. and Smash. Yeah, let oh me smash. smash. Oh my god, let me smash. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, I, I <laughs> oh, oh, the salt and the shade on people from the DLC announcement. I know, Jesus like, Christ, poor Waluigi. Yeah, it's never, it's never gonna happen. It's never gonna happen. Never ever. But of all the char- of all the things they could have <laughs> brought into it, fucking piranha plant. I know. And I was like, I watched the video. I was like, is this is a joke, right? And then, and then I actually it watched. Really it Really wasn't. Then I watched it fighting, and was like, it actually looks okay. That's the weird thing. <laughs> I actually might play it. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to at least once. I want to know how that plays. Yeah. And, and here's the thing about Smash. Uh, I have a capture card. I could totally stream Smash. Oh, dear Lord, yes. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. That's a brilliant idea. Mm, we, we have Switches. But I love the fact that they have actually gone back to classic Smash form on how to get the characters. Yes. You actually have to play the story yep, mode. And unlock them as you go. And oh my god, that story mode trailer was the greatest thing ever. Mm. Like, go Kirby, go! <laughs> I have seen so many uh, versions of that trailer cut to different songs, each one claiming it fits perfectly. And, yeah. and they all do. <laughs> yeah. Guile's theme. Uh, that one from uh, My Hero Academia. Immigrant Song is my favourite so uh, far. So- I've not heard that one. That's a, that's a brilliant idea. It's got, so I good. I've got to see that version. It's that's really amazing. good. That the the actual like release trailer of uh, you know the, the the guy walking up to the poster. Yes. And then the massive you know, brawl that's happening. Mm. It's just like. They've done that very, very well. Yeah, I am. I am and looking forward to some new Smash. I'm interested to see what other characters do get added DLC wise because they said they've they wow, have designed them, they have you know they have designed happen. all the DLC characters to come. Yes, but you know they just have to sort out the actual gameplay side of it. Yeah, it's going to so, be interesting. I'd be interested to see. I mean, it's not like there's a small roster to start with. No. And when it comes to the third party characters, they tend to be in pairs. True. Sort of thing. And as it stands, we haven't had I think Square's pair yet. Hmm. We got Cloud, but who could they pick from all of Square's characters? Maybe they could put in the quiet man. You pick him and the sound on your console turns off. That would be an interesting little <laughs> nod. Oh my god. Oh, uh, what the fuck were they thinking? Anyway, less said about that game, the better. Mm. Yeah. But Smash, yes. Streaming, yes. <laughs> I like this idea. I like this idea. I'm sure Kyrie will like this idea I, too. I think Kyrie might like this idea. Does Kyrie own a Switch? I don't know. But it's Smash. It's true. Like, I think once Smash is out, if Kyrie doesn't own a Switch, Kyrie will want to own a Switch. 
Well, worst case scenario, I'm potentially going to have two switches in the house soon. <laughs> Basically, my phone is due for an upgrade, and there's currently an offer on where it's like, get one of these particular phones and get a switch. Oh. <laughs> so it's like, Huh. And there is someone in your house that I'm sure would appreciate a second switch lying around. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> and even though it's you know not the Pikachu and Eevee edition, there's always decals. True. And as Bubbles Butternuts points out in the chat room, there is always emulation. But I'm not sure I would. Uh, I'm not sure what the multiplayer experience of Switch Smash emulation would be multiplaying with real clients on the proper Switch. I think that would be a bit weird. I mean, we currently don't advocate that kind of thing here at all. Oh, no, 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 absolutely. If you listen to the episode, we're we're very clear it's just something that is possible, not something we think you should do at all, and certainly not something I've ever done. Uh, (laughs) I don't have a Raspberry Pi full of retro games here (laughs) at all. It's just, if you wanted to do that sort of thing, it's the sort of thing you could do. <laughs> Sorry, did I say too much? <laughs> too much. But uh, yeah, the, the, there's so many games, so many games come out this this season. Yeah, I'm just, I don't a I don't have the money to buy them all, and b I don't have the time to play them all. That's a big one for me at the moment. That's why all of my Switch games are half played because, like, that is very much my lunch hour console. Uh, when I get home I'm like oh there's Overwatch there's Red Dead there's more Spider-Man I've got to get around to playing that DLC oh my god I mean I'm I'm, I've not actually touched a a game to play in a a while recently because I'm uh, arts and crafts and Christmas gifts at the moment so I'm very busy doing I'm very busy stitching away at stuff Mm. and it's kind of taking up my time because it's like I need to concentrate on doing this to get it done and it's it's like, uh... And then Pokemon's going to come out, and I'll be like, shit. Yeah, speaking of like, and Crafts, that's something you might see me streaming on Twitch, actually, as me painting miniatures, because, Because uh, of Orc Boy yeah, Phil. Yeah, because of Orc Boy Phil. Oh, boy, Orc Boy. There are a bunch of people that do it on Twitch, mm. but it was seeing Phil doing it, I was like, do you know, I never find the time to sit down and paint my minis. <laughs> I've got loads of them that need finishing. And making it into a Twitch stream would be a way of, for me, sort of putting aside the time to focus myself into doing it. I think that's not a bad idea. We've had friends do, like, Facebook live videos of the, them doing their art. Oh, yeah, God, uh, like check that. out Sonic Sledgehammer, man. Uh, mm. Troy, former host of Troy. this very show, uh, does his YouTube channel of his miniature painting, and he does it uh, because well, he's pretty fucking good at it, and a lot of his stuff this is, is tutorial-based, so he's a good place it. to get tips. And it is his, it's technically his profession now. Yeah. You know? And, uh, yeah. So, yeah, you might see me uh, painting up some Escher Necromunda models because I got them when the game was released and haven't finished painting one gang yet. Holy shit. When did that get released? I just looked at his um, YouTube page. He's got 11,000 subscribers. I know, fucking hell, right? Like, oh my God, Troy, my man. He's doing good. His stuff is really good, though, and it's always oh, yeah. really good. Yeah. Like, even way back when he was here. Christ, that was November last year, Necromunda was... Re- I've had it a year and haven't finished painting a single gang yet. <laughs> okay, that... Right. 
I'm committing on this episode. 24th of November was the release date of Necromunda. By the 24th of November this year, 10 days, I will have painted one gang. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, there, there's your thing for the next... Yep. Well, your next stream you has go. to be has to be a painting stream. It does not not a not a gaming stream. <laughs> and you know, we can we can reinforce this in you by bugging you on various sources. That is true. You you can bug me on the Discord, which if you are watching on the Twitch, the link is down there somewhere. Uh, and if you are not watching on the Twitch, go to twitch.tv slash dangerously unprepared and you can find the link there. And hey, while you're there, you can follow the Twitch channel. You can also find us on Facebook. Uh, you can find us on Twitter where we are at Unprepared Show. You can mail us at inbox at dangerouslyunprepared.com. Uh, if you want to write us some mail, if you want to suggest topics for the show, go to dangerouslyunprepared.com and you can leave an idea there and one day we'll remember to look at that again um, and, and see what the topics are. Uh, so, yeah, uh, we're also on YouTube. You, we are. We don't have a nice convenient link for that one because YouTube, but if you search for Dangerously Unprepared, you'll find us there as well. Just look for the logo. Look for the logo. Uh, the logo which, if you are in the Twitch chat room, looks a little something like this. Yay! I've got my own emote! <laughs> uh, <laughs> so thanks for watching if you're watching. Thanks for listening if you're listening. Uh, always appreciated. Get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, you have been listening to Dangerously Unprepared. I have been Simon. And I have been Sleepy Jack. And Spriter has pasted my emote. Someone else used it. Oh, oh my heart is all a flutter. <gasps> It begins. Goodbye. Goodbye.